1978, on a residential street in Mexico City, construction workers were digging underground with the intention of expanding the electrical grid. At first, it seemed like a typical day of work. Shielded from the hot sun by scaffolding and canvas, the workers jackhammered and pickaxed their way through the earth and asphalt. Then, one of the workmen stumbled upon an unsettling discovery. A stone disc, three meters wide, carved with the image of a naked, dismembered woman surrounded by snakes. They had found the remains of the Aztec Great Temple, an immense religious complex that once stood at the heart of the ancient city of Tenochtitlan. Journalists, historians, and archaeologists from all over the globe gathered at the site as the President of Mexico announced a large-scale, government-funded excavation. It only took a few weeks of digging before another disturbing site was revealed. A cylindrical tower, made from hundreds of human skulls, a testament to the temple's function as a place of ritual sacrifice. I'm Zach Knight. Welcome to Shaking America, a history podcast. Sources for this episode will be listed on streaming and on the website at shakingamerica.com. The discovery of the ancient Aztec temple made headlines around the world. Mexican President José López Portillo ordered that the buildings surrounding the ruins be demolished to make way for a massive excavation headed by the Mexico National Institute of History and Anthropology. With ample funding and the unwavering focus of the global scientific community upon them, the Mexican archaeologists achieved rapid progress, and as they delved deeper into the earth, the monumental nature of their findings became increasingly apparent. The stone disc found by the electrical workers depicted the Aztec goddess Coil Shalqui and would have sat at the foot of the Great Pyramid of the Aztec capital city of Tenochtitlan the center of a powerful empire that controlled land stretching from the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific Ocean. The pyramid was just one part of what the archaeologists called the Templo Mayor, or Great Temple. As they continued to dig, they discovered an entire underground world that had laid buried and forgotten beneath the streets of Mexico City. Tenochtitlan was founded on a small island on the west coast of Lake Texcoco around 1325 by the Mexica people, who had migrated from the north into the Valley of Mexico. Located on salty, inhospitable swampland, the city began as a cluster of small huts. The Mexica were a rough bunch and frequently found work as mercenaries, fighting for the highest bidder amongst the more established neighboring city-states. In the next hundred years, the Mexica would rise from these humble beginnings to rule the entire region, with Aztec influence also extending south into the Yucatan and north into the desert. You might have noticed that I've been using the terms Aztec and Mexica interchangeably. The Aztecs called themselves the Mexica, while the Spaniards called the Mexica the Aztecs after their mythical homeland of Aztlan. 
Today, most historians use the term Aztecs, but I'll probably just mix in both terms to be extra confusing. As the Mexica's power grew, so too did the size and grandeur of Tenochtitlan. By the 1400s, it had developed into one of the largest cities in the world, housing around 140,000 people, larger than London or Paris at the time. It contained ball courts, markets, libraries, and several colossal pyramid temples, and was connected to the mainland by three massive stone causeways with wooden drawbridges for protection. Great aqueducts brought fresh water into the city, providing its residents with amenities that most major European cities had lacked since the fall of Rome. It was surrounded by a patchwork of man-made floating gardens called chinampas, created by building underwater wooden fences in rectangular patterns and then filling them in with fertile soil. These chinampas provided a way for the Aztecs to practice agriculture in the swamp and were surrounded by canals for easy access and transportation. Tenochtitlan even had a city zoo, though only the royal family was allowed to visit it. Historians have called Tenochtitlan the Venice of the Americas, Due to the aforementioned canals, its location in a marsh, and its function as a trade hub for the surrounding area. However, while Venetians were primarily known as merchants, the Aztecs were primarily known as warriors and conquerors. In the name of their ancient god Huitzilopochtli, the Aztecs waged a campaign of terror across the region. They used their great pyramids as staging grounds for elaborate religious ceremonies involving ritual human sacrifice that sometimes involved elements of cannibalism. There are accounts of Aztec rulers using these ceremonies as a kind of psychological warfare. They would force the ruling elite of an opposing city-state to watch as they sacrificed their captured young men atop the temple steps. This was meant to discourage rebellion amongst the Aztec subjects. It was better to submit than to be sacrificed. After the rituals were complete, the Aztecs would build walls and towers out of the skulls of their enemies, a grim warning of the power of Tenochtitlan. It's important to note that human sacrifice was a feature in many ancient religions throughout the world and is in no way unique to the Aztecs. There is plentiful evidence of human sacrifice in Old Norse and Germanic cultures. The ancient Egyptians and the ancient Chinese buried the servants of royalty in the tombs of their kings, and the Romans held their gladiator contests in honor of the gods Mars and Jupiter. They are also not alone in their use of execution as a method of inducing terror during war. The Mongols stacked pyramids of their enemies' skulls, the Romans crucified those who went against their government, and the Qin dynasty in China was known for burying political dissidents alive in public events. As the Colosseum dominated the city of ancient Rome, the Great Pyramid dominated Tenochtitlan. It stood 90 feet, or roughly 30 meters, tall, and would have been covered in stucco and bright paint. Two grand staircases allowed access to the twin temples that stood atop the colossal structure, and these staircases would have been stained red with blood from the decades of human sacrifice. Marble statues roughly 30 feet tall, depicting Aztec gods and heroes 
holding feathers and paper banners, surrounded the temples, and the ritual fires that burned atop the pyramids were large and bright enough to be visible from the other side of the lake. The Golden Age of Tenochtitlan would come to an abrupt and bloody end with the arrival of Hernán Cortés and his Spanish conquistadors. With a combination of subterfuge, cunning tactics, and overwhelming violence, the Spaniards managed to create a coalition of indigenous city-states that were discontent with Aztec rule. Using their more advanced weaponry, and aided by their native allies, the conquistadors managed to cause the collapse of the Aztec Empire in only two years. This culminated in the siege and total destruction of Tenochtitlan. The great temple was torn down, its stones reused to build new Spanish forts and cathedrals. The Spaniards drained Lake Texcoco and built Mexico City in its basin erecting their colony over the foundations of the Aztec capital. Over the coming decades, the Spanish authorities would do everything in their power to erase the native culture and history of the Mexica and other indigenous groups, burning their books and banning their languages. Only a hundred years after Cortes arrived on the shores of North America, the knowledge of the great temple's location was completely forgotten and the citizens of Mexico City were completely unaware of the ancient ruins beneath their feet. And so, in 1978, the Mexico City electrical workers uncovered a secret erased by time. The first official excavation would go on for five years, and during that time, the archaeologists would discover the base of the pyramid, dozens of statues, thousands of artifacts, and several monuments made of human skulls. The discovery sparked a renewed worldwide interest in Aztec culture. Since the original dig, the Mexican government has authorized dozens of new excavations throughout Mexico City. In 2017, a wall of nearly 700 skulls, 35 meters long, was found after archaeologists began digging under the Metropolitan Cathedral. There was a time in which Tenochtitlan was one of the greatest and largest cities in the world, the heart of a mighty empire. Archaeologists are still discovering the extent of what remains, hidden beneath the paving stones and buildings of Mexico City. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shaking America. If you want to support the podcast, go to the website at shakingamerica.com and click the Ko-Fi link at the bottom left of the page. Or... Tell somebody about the podcast. Both are helpful. Thanks again, and I'll see you guys next time.